Our podcast name is Bozo, based in our condo. Get ready, cause our show is starting really pronto. Talking tons of fun stuff. We'll bike. give us a listen, let me tell ya, tell ya, we don't bike. We know your mind will be jumping super high as you hear us making light of our lives. Wow, welcome back. You didn't think we would be back, did you? Uh, we're on season two, episode bonus for this season <laughs> of Podcast Bozo. Fun fact before we get into the rest, Apollo commandeered a ship while he was still in his dolphin form. Imagine that. Um, I'm your host, JJ. Whoa, 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 whoa. don't just Greek mythology. Apollo the dolphin? Or Apollo the God, or same thing. Apollo the God was in dolphin form when he commandeered a ship. So there was a, a scurvy crew of buccaneers thinking they were harder than the sea, and a single dolphin hopped up, took over the entire ship somehow, and sailed away. I um, love that. I would have like loved Sparrow. to have yeah. a, a fly in that on that mast pole. Yeah, I'd like to see how that went down exactly. Uh, fly in that <laughs> mast pole. <laughs> I'm your host, by the way, JJ, and I'm here with Sean, a certified beer server, and Eli, our resident artist. Uh, today, we'll be talking about basically our favorite moments from this season. We thought that uh, we weren't quite done with it yet, uh, so we wanted to keep on going. Um, by the way, we have things that we do outside of the podcast that you listen to now. You can find us at, at Podcast Bozo on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And not to mention, you can watch us on YouTube, um, which I would recommend strongly because we dress up for you guys sometimes. And have beautiful faces. Yeah, we, we have really nice faces. Um, one extra thing is that you can now donate to our beer fund. We've had some successful donations so far. And by successful, we mean uh, free money for us. Uh, so thank you. And we appreciate that. That's going to go towards uh, marketing and beer and uh, at some point, lather and cheek up with uh, chocolate, chocolate pudding. <laughs> um, you can also can contact some good us. Good old fashioned pudding wrestling. <laughs> Feel free to contact us on social media, DM us, uh, comment, or go to our site and leave a comment. If you want to participate with the bozos, we'd like to be interactive. That's kind of our goal. Um, and yeah, so that's the rest of the uh, keeping of the house, as I would say. Um, I've got a one other note there, Jay. But follow me at C H E E K Y S E A N. Little personal plug there. Check out my Instagram. Would really love you to mash that follow button. Really trying to up my numbies. Trying to get my numbies up. So thanks. Uh, that's to all those cheek fans out there. K Y S E A N. Thank you. To all those cheek fans out there. Plug cheek. Get his self esteem up. He'll dye his hair if he gets thirty followers. Next if, season, if we I should get do 30 a 30 followers in the next 30 days. I will dye my hair a color, color. of your choosing. <laughs> we should do a poll next season to find out who the hottest bozo is. Yes, yes. <laughs> hey, Cheek, can you he hear E all right? We had that problem early last time. I, I, can make sure. I can hear E just fine. And I would love to compliment his shirt. It's making his. Right arms look very pronounced. I don't know if you've been working out or anything, but look I good. think E alone at home in the mirror practices like Greek sculpture stances because he's always in these like strong poses. Sometimes he'll be like laying sideways with like one leg crossed over in front of the other with a hand on a hip. Um, I really think I think he goes home and he works on those and then he tries to treat it as if it's casual. You're it's just you, saying that because you've seen me do that at home. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks, it's Cheek. But or I he wear, works uh, as a I, part-time model for um, art students coming up in the game. Ooh. Yeah. That's actually probably more practical. 
I've been watching a lot of uh, America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. Been taking oh, this some is what notes. they taught you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wearing padded shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't admit that. Hand enhancers. <laughs> hey, I gotta be honest. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I guess uh I guess we wanted to um go through this past season and probably make a habit of this in the future of going through um the previous season and just kind of sorting out what we liked from certain episodes, uh commenting on um things that we things that we took away from it, things that really like made that episode stick with us and maybe updates whether one of you guys chimed in and said gave us an update or um something like that so it shouldn't be a long episode um yeah so cheek do you want to get into it do you have anything else to add i think that's it all right i think you nailed it hey can either of you tell me what happened on season one or season two episode one season two we talked about my childhood trauma yep we did we talked about Eli's muddy little history um, of peeping and pooping. <laughs> you know, that was very therapeutic for me. And that, that opened the door into other aspects of my life that I think are very strange and unique to my own. <laughs> so might get some more of those in upcoming seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I told my own personal trauma story that had to do with the doo-doo. And it was kind of was, a precursor to your do do whoopsie do. Oh, it a was a lot of this, do's. This season could be summed up by cheek sewers and just two words. Yeah, that was that was quite the way to kick off the new season. What with uh, we did data privacy because the social dilemma came out right then, and we kind of did our yeah. research in that, and then we talked about Eli people peeping on Eli while he was peep peeping in the bathroom. So yeah, that, that was, was a good a way gr- to start out. That was a lot of fun. That was definitely one of my most fun episodes, I think, of the season. Yeah. It was just a strong way to kick it off. Um, yeah. The social dilemma, you know, I, I, I think about that all the time still. I, although I'll tell you this, I don't know that I agree with the title of that documentary. I, I don't like Spell that documentary that at all. I just, I just don't think that the title is very indicative of what they actually are trying to tell you. Like, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a dilemma to try and alter people's opinions and influence their ideas using search engines and social media. That seems totally fucked up. Where's the dilemma in that? Yeah. Like, hey, maybe don't do that. Yeah. Or like... I don't know, be more clear about it or give real options in terms of like giving away your data privacy, like actually have an option where you can say no and they won't yeah. collect your data type thing. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm speaking specifically to the title of that documentary. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. Interesting yeah. note. Yeah. I mean, I think we called it data privacy for ours. I think they could probably take a note. Um, yeah. I think from us. anyone over at Netflix is listening to this podcast and you want to, you know, maybe get a think tank going or tap our brains for ideas for future documentaries, you know, we're open to it. Okay. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, E, any thoughts from that one? That feels very recent. I definitely still think about that one. I remember part of it was talking about how it is rewiring people's brains to think differently when you're given like a cookie every second from notifications. So I don't know if that's uh, just a bunch of sc- scary stories or if that's uh, actually real, but I think it's real. Crazy to think about. It's real, but in in my mind, they put a scary spin on it. Like there is a good light to it, and I, not that like what they do is good. I think that people should be more informed, but I think they put like a really the most negative light you could put on it. And I've heard so many people on Twitter like cite it very negatively as like a, a as a point of reference or fact, and it just um I don't know I have bones to pick with it, but you you guys you guys obviously have a different take. You know we'll you know something. Out. Sorry, you what? I said we'll see how it plays out. They also said that uh, their personal takes was that they they could see a civil war ensuing. Oh yeah, and we're not there, but who knows. I don't, I think that's taking a little far. I think 
most people, even if they were like, say everyone in the United States watched that, I think most people would just be like, they collect all our information anyway. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't like if there's a civil war coming, I don't think that's what's triggering the civil war. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. It's, it's probably, it'll probably be a tool to amplify whatever's happening. Um, Something I just realized we- I messed up and this is embarrassing, hmm. but, uh, data privacy was <sighs> episode two. The soul was episode one. And, oh, uh, Jay. yeah. So figure that one out. Listen to both of them straighten out. Oh, duh, oh, oh, oh dude. Duh. Um, Edwinus. <laughs> Edwinus. <laughs> um, well, but yeah. So I don't have much to say on the soul. Let's just keep going with data privacy. <laughs> well, the other one that was with uh, in season two, episode two, Cheek, was uh, one close to you and his Greek monsters. Ooh. Monsters was fun. I liked the visual aids. Yeah. It was a very um collaborative topic. I like that. Um I don't know. The visual aids was nice because I can still picture them perfectly in my head. Yeah, Absolutely. Like the Sphinx, that little skeevy little Sphinx just standing in the way, telling stupid little riddles. I think it's the first episode that we used visual aids in too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, so, yeah. So that's groundbreaking. It's a nice start. Yeah, yeah. And it was necessary. I don't think for anyone who just listened to that episode, I'd advise going back and it's not a lot of content to watch for because we flash those images on the screen, but go back, watch the second half of that episode if you didn't see it, unless you got the gist or know your Greek mythology already. But um, yeah, yeah. That was also just as a recap. We talked about the soul and like how is that? There was that one guy who like went and died on that slab. Oh, uh, and the they, slab, and, dude. And they measured how much his soul weighed, which is just like so probably not scientific in the first place, given that it was in like in the 1800s. And um, I don't know, just questionable to start, but something to think about. I forgot about that one. That was definitely one of my favorite moments from season two. Yeah. <laughs> hey, will you come lay on my slab and uh, let me weigh your die. soul while you die? <laughs> you look sickly. <laughs> 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 Oh man. All right. So going on to season three, season Hold two, on. episode three. Oh, before we do that, going back to data privacy, I remember there was something that we did on that episode that I think would be interesting if we all pulled out our screen time. Yeah. Screen time. Do a little screen time comparison right now. I think I have screen time on my main. After that one, Apple did an update where you can like put widgets on your home screen. And I, because of that episode, I put my my screen time on the on my home screen so I can monitor it. I don't think it made any impacts at all. But um yeah, Cheek, what are you looking at? Daily average right now is up twenty eight percent from last week. And it's an average of three hours and twenty nine minutes. You're looking at the weekly averages? That's my daily average right now. Oh. Today alone I'm at three hours and forty four minutes. I'm at five hours and 20 minutes. Jeez. Daily oh. average? That's today's time. Where's my average? I'm at one hour, 18 minutes. <laughs> How many pickups you guys got? 28. Wow. 104 for me. Wait, Cheek. I'm at 140 today for pickups. Woo! Cheek, less time, but more pickups. You're really flexing um, those biceps. You know what's interesting, too, is... Most used today for me was Netflix hmm. because at midnight I watched a movie on my phone last night. <laughs> you fall asleep to it? Nope. Watched it all the way through on the couch in front of my TV. <laughs> well, my TV was on, but I was just watching a movie on my phone, which is a little embarrassing to admit. Ultimate I've got, consumer. I've got an hour and 40 minutes on social. I've got an hour and 20 minutes on entertainment. And five minutes on productivity and finance. Yeah, there's there's something to that though about watching, watching or playing something with something else going on in the background, like watching a show with another show on the TV, is yeah. like drown out noise. My drop wanna- off in app use is so drastic. Like I have four that I use, five that I use a lot, and then the next ones I maybe open for a second. I don't know about you guys. 
Um, yeah. I mean, it's all my social media. Today I spent a good amount of time on fantasy. Mm, mm. Um, Missed those waivers pickup cheat. No, I got my waivers pickups this week. I'm yeah. liking my team. Nice, nice. Um, does anyone want to ask me what movie I watched on my phone or are we just Jake, just what movie did you watch that? on your phone? Have you ever Give us seen a the hint, movie? Let us guess. Huh? Give us a hint if you want us to guess. It's animated. Claudia with a chance of meatballs. No. Studio Ghibli. It was, it was animated and the star voice is none other than Nicholas Cage. Oh, it's that uh, prehistoric no. one. It's the prehistoric. I haven't seen that one yet. Is that on Netflix? The Croods. The Croods. They made two of them. There's a second well, the one, next one. The next one's coming out. Oh, That's okay. why I kept seeing trailers for it. And I was like, I've never actually watched this movie. Great watch. Go and watch it. Really? Out of 10 cheeks, how many cheeks? I give it, I'd only give it like seven and a half cheeks, but. Pretty good cheeks. A cheeks an animation snob. There's like there's five there's five characters in the whole movie, and uh, the other main character is Ryan Reynolds' voice. All right, powerhouse. Crew. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Solid dude, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Anyway, check it out. Well, the Crudes streaming on Netflix now. Um, we're not paid for that sponsor, but so unsolicited recommendation. Let Let's move on. If that's right with you guys. Notifications? Because season two, episode three, was my personal favorite. That's one where we talked about conspiracy theories with none other than... Robin. Robin. Seamangle. Robbie. Robbie boy. Mr. NASA himself. We got a little into Bob Lazar. A little bit into rockets, Space Force, Elon Musk. Uh, aliens. I remember he specifically told us he wasn't going to talk about like flat earth theory and some of those things. Yeah. And we ended up talking about them for that's, a good 20 minutes. That's always the way it goes yeah. on podcast. Bozo. <laughs> Whatever you say, we're not going to talk about, we end up talking about it's, it's like a mag putting that out there is like a magnet in the universe pulling us towards it. Just like the flat earth. Just like that flat earth. I yeah, just that- recently listened to, um, the Joe Rogan with, uh, with Post Malone and they talk about aliens a little bit in that one. And Rogan has the take where this is probably the best time for aliens to come check out what's going on here. Cause people would just be like, ah, 2020, like, what can you expect? Yeah. It wouldn't throw us into a tizzy at this point. It would honestly no, people, get, it would get mowed over in the news cycle somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, have you seen the Kanye Joe Rogan one? I didn't watch it. It's. I watched twenty minutes of it at most, listening to ten. It's just Kanye is such an idiot. He's so stupid. He was yeah. like, he 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 was telling about how he's like trying to run. It was before like the election. He was talking about his. He was running for president, and uh, he was talking about like the day before he signed up to run for president. Someone told him that he should look into foreign policy, and he was like, "That's a really good idea." Like. That's why I knew you were a good advisor. Oh, God. It was like, dude. (laughs) So unqualified. 101 of, like, being a president. (laughs) I just, I was, it was infuriating to listen to him talk. I just, like, he can't, he doesn't, to me, doesn't put together anything um, worth listening to in terms of thoughts. You know what I think would be interesting, though, is if if he somehow became president, you know he'd be setting up a recording studio in the White House. First so hour. Kind of, <laughs> kind so of tracks he laid down and from the White House. Poopity scoop. Poopity poop to scoop. Something is, like is that. that one <laughs> of the tracks. <laughs> what is that? He had that song. Remember? The one where he uh oh, you guys don't know that song? No. I Shoot. thought you were just making fun of him there. No, he <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought you He has this song that like it's theorized that Drake wanted to use this beat that uh, Kanye like also had access to somehow, and Kanye basically just quickly rushed this beat into the recording studio and to get it out before Drake to get it out before Drake, and they have beef, I guess, Drake and Kanye, and to just to shit on Drake wanting this beat, basically just said 
poopity scoop, poopity whoop de scoop over the whole thing. Like the first <laughs> first half of it is him like this but this beat right here, this beat, and like hyping it all up. The beat's kind of cool, and you're like, oh shit, I'm gonna love this. And then all of a sudden he's like, poopity scoop, poopity whoop de scoop, and just does. And apparently it's. I've thought when I first heard it, I was like, this is the demise of Kanye, but I've since heard that he was like just shitting on Drake who wanted that. But that's besides the point. What a flex. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta listen to that now. Any other yeah. any other alien a- alien takes? Yeah. Okay. What else, we what go else from talking talk about, about that episode? aliens to Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> the tangent masters right here. Um, I'd say the takeaway from that one was if you happen to make first contact with an alien, say, I like you. Don't say hello. Yeah. That was actually a very meaningful thing that he left us with. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And Bob Robin. Lazar uh, saw real life alien boys in yeah. lab coats. That, that happened. R-L-A-B-L-C's. Real life alien boats. And mm. Little alien boys. Did yeah. he answer that fuck one, marry one, kill one of the <laughs> little alien boys? He definitely didn't, but I did. <laughs> what were the options? Like Bob, Lazar, Bob Lazar, Elon Musk, Little Alien Boys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's when he diverted to what you should say to, uh, to <laughs> Alien. <laughs> I can't answer that. But uh, if you do meet an alien. alien. <laughs> if you do meet an alien. Oh, man. I'd, I'd marry the Little Alien Boys for sure. I liked Robin. He's a fun guy. Yeah. The next one, speaking of fun guys. Was an episode with Casey Ryan, and it was about success. And he's he's stayed relevant in our lives because just last week we podcast Bozo did a um, little meet and greet with him. Hopped on his show. Yeah, yeah. First first guest appearance for podcast Bozo, and we talked about success and what success means. Um, Casey he was a nice guy. I appreciate what Casey does for his like as his passion, his hobby. Um, I don't know. That's a good one to listen to. He's a pop culture guy. So like in talking about podcasts and like the quintessence of podcasts is just talking about pop culture and things that are going on. And it's kind of Casey Ryan's thing. Cutting room floor. If you're into movies or anything indie, definitely go give his podcast a follow. Mm-hmm. It'll be right up your alley. Yep. The next one I wasn't on for. But uh, does that bring ring any bells, Hips boys? Big that rings beef. a bell. Yeah, he had some uh beef to pick with you, Jay. Yeah, Hip, he really yeah. did. Hip Hip was like, it was like that ride at the fair where you kind of like crank it back and you're in a steel ball, and me leaving just kind of like let him go and mm. launch launch <laughs> Hip Free Willy into the podcast sphere. Um, had we yeah, I mean, I watched that episode, uh, but I feel like you guys. What were your big takeaways? Do you think Hip had any valid arguments? Big takeaway is we need him on the podcast again with all of us here, full dynamic, because his banter is just, you know, it's uh, it flows with ours way too well. Just once more, though. That's what Cheek was saying, right? He gets one more appearance. Or was that with Sam? I forget who it was. I, they're all on thin ice as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I think one of the biggest takeaways from that episode was um, you know, Hip is a successful mobile home park salesman mm-hmm. and he has a plan to buy up all mm-hmm. of the land in Denver mm-hmm. and turn it into a massive mobile home park. So Literally the heart of the mobile city. home, Jay. Yeah. He tells me that every time I talk to him on the phone, he says <laughs> every time he signs fail. off with it. It's like his little calling card. It might as well be in his like email signature. It's just. I'm going to destroy Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a dystopia where I, I I imagine it's like Mad Max where like people have spike bats and like run off diesel and like it's yes. just one carnival scary town run by hip and like he's the man in charge and like the hundred story uh, penthouse building and everyone else is living in squalor yeah. around him. <laughs> There's like megaphones outside his building, like, oh, ho, not too happy, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, he's a real great. life villain. It's like a combination of Wally and Thor Ragnarok yeah. and Mad Max. <laughs> Precisely. You know, you know what I was actually just thinking is, you know how we've talked about Eli is the most likely to be a supervillain? Mm-hmm. I imagine like in all those goofy superhero, supervillain movies, like, um, what's that one where Steve Carell's despicable me is the mm-hmm. supervillain. Yeah. Grew. And they, they show you like the villain coming up, like applying to be a, a vi- supervillain at the agency of villains. And there are all of these like really serious and scary villains on a panel up there. And like, I feel like Eli is going to be sitting on that panel. And then yes. Hip's going to be this like goofy little like super villain. Like, oh, what do you bring to the table? I buy up cities and I turn them into mobile home parks. <laughs> genius, <laughs> genius, genius. <laughs> and everyone just laughs him out of, out of the conversation. And that provides his motivation to come back as an even better super villain one day. <laughs> I feel like his, his super thing, would he be kind of like, he would like, Tony Stark it and he would build this huge like walkable dumpster robot and it's just like it kind of just like scoops up things and throws it in like his dumpster backpack and he's just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like there's just like pollutant dark smoke like puffing out yes. of the, the pipes in the back and it just moves slowly with those speakers you were talking about earlier. and a hologram of his face over the robot's <laughs> face <laughs> he can, there's a huge red button in the command center just like ah. Dude, <laughs> but it's not, it's not hips actual live face on that visual of the robot. It's just a bunch of like weird faces hips mm-hmm. made and they're like, like moving through them really quickly. Just like, yeah, yeah like very robotic. <laughs> like he's trying to smile in one of them and then one, <laughs> and then in another picture, like somehow somebody sneaked in a picture of him having braces in high school and he's like freaks out. He's like, get that off of there. We just turned hip into a giant dumpster diving Tamagotchi pet. I imagine him listening to this episode just screaming at at us through it. Oh, he's beat red listening to this episode, dude. Hip, if you're hearing this, you're fatso. Hip, I love you. Oh, man. All right. So we'll move on past that. Hip, if you got any beef, leave it in the comment section. DM (laughs) us, address it. We might Even not. though you have our phone numbers, DM us. Yeah, <laughs> I won't answer via phone. That's personal. Um, the next one we hit was a very technical football-oriented podcast, and Ooh. E wasn't there for that one. Um, that was the Dan Feets episode. That was Fates. Dan Feets. Fates. Sorry. Dan Feets brought on our good boy Sam Goodell, who works in sports data management. They got into a pretty intense Bill's conversation. Outnumbered on that one. <laughs> yeah, we were put so, in the backseat of our own podcast, but it was it, fine. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, my, old, my, I remember my big take in that was talking about, you know, the Bills' third quarter lull that they seem to have in the first half of the year. And boy, oh boy, did that become ever so prominent again last week against Arizona. Yeah, Chief, that was uh, your big question in that episode. I remember that. Where is that? Where's that third quarter lull coming from? It's so fucking annoying. And if they could just clean that up, they could like power through some of these games strong. Yeah. So if you're deep into football, specifically the Bills football, uh, tune into season two, episode six of Podcast Bozo. Um, yeah. We talked about professional athletes a little bit. Sam was on. You guys know Sam if you listen to it. Um, the talked next one after COVID. that talked, talked about, about COVID, COVID a little bit on that episode. Yeah. Um, the next one, season two, episode seven. Cheek, you should remember this one. Was that our boy Stu? Episode seven, one before it, Cheek. You you, you did the topic on this one. Ooh. Oh, spooky. Ooh. Mashing that ghost button, baby. Spooky ghosts. Yeah. Oh, it was it was before Halloween, right? It was it was before Halloween. Yeah. Shipwrecks. And not shipwrecks. the wooden ones. That's yeah, I talked about shipwrecks, <laughs> the ghost ship. We did phobias and shipwrecks for that one. And I always remember the ghost ship story, Cheek, on that one. That was uh 
That was a spooky one. The Alaska one. Dude, that ship's still yeah. floating around somewhere out there. We haven't found it. The fur traders. Scary. Dude, I think I think they probably commandeered it. I feel like um in, in, a, a native uh, civilization from the Arctic probably commandeered that ship and is slowly building up their arsenal to take over. Or Apollo and his dolphin form jumped on. Oh, true. You think, think they formed that? a team? Apollo and the natives. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start a new conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> Any missing ship has been taken over by Apollo and the natives. Apollo and the natives. Which could be anything. It could be like the local suburban moms and Apollo in dolphin form. It could be Native Americans. Your interpretation depends on the era. Let's get someone famous to direct that for us, like Mel Gibson. Make it real <laughs> believable. I'm gone. Dude, I feel like if you just like DM Mel Gibson enough about that and then like create a fake website, that guy could totally dive into that conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just say there's like a bunch of Jesus related stuff, too, and he will (laughs) gladly take the wheel on that. (laughs) Blame Jewish people somehow. Isn't he like super anti-Semitic? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he is. Yikes. That's the guy you want directing your future film. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. If anyone knows, uh, has any connections to Mel Gibson and wants to connect us, kick him in the shins and then have him direct us. Um, but yeah, so we also learned that he has a huge fear of snakes. So if you're looking to send the bozos any like special mail or anything, let me stop you right there. Uh, you have a, a phobia about little holes, right? Yeah, I do. So that's the one we should focus on. <laughs> yeah, I'm a snake, I'm a slurry little snake. I'd be I'd be fine with a happy snake like that. Are we gonna have to Are we gonna have to black out cheek screen for you? E is that <laughs> scaring you? Did I scare him enough? <laughs> I'm wetting myself under the table right he just, now. He just soaked the cushion cushion he's sitting on. <laughs> That's easy permanently. Um, yeah. So the next one was another one of my favorites, which was uh, episode eight of season two. Rhymes stew. with stew. That man was a father figure. Like he had very intense dad vibes. I've been thinking about emailing him and just being like, you want to be our podcast mentor? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Godfather of the podcast. Just like meet up once in a while, see how he thinks he's going. Oh, he could be the godfather of the podcast. All of our logos would just be oriented around him and like visionary like almost priest-like clothing <laughs> with like eyeliner and <laughs> we've all got a hand on this bald head yeah <laughs> the power of it's just blasting cheek back <laughs> there were there were two moments that i absolutely loved from that episode number one was that beautiful little poem that you wrote for him that he read uh live recorded to your ears live for us about my little bathroom mishap. If you uh, yeah. if you guys aren't familiar with that, go back and listen to the episode. Stu will tell you a little rhyming, little rhyming uh, ditty. Uh, poem. Ditty. It does a little ditty. That was absolutely hilarious. And then the other one, right before that, he told a story about his earlier days where he was filled in to like, live host a radio show where they were promoting some waterbed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and... In that story, he talks about how they were trying to prove how strong waterbeds were. So they brought in a goddamn elephant to the studio to step on the waterbed to show that it wouldn't break. It's like, did you do any testing on this waterbed? Did you do elephants with this waterbed before? Because he says it burst like almost immediately when he put its second foot on there. It's like, what the hell did you think was going to happen? That's what I was wondering. It pooed and then it was like, who thought that your bed was strong enough to like, I don't know the exact weight of elephants. You got to assume a few thousand pounds. Shit I, show. I was, literally a shit show. Yeah. Literally a shit show. Those elephants are a lot like cheeks bathroom. Um, but they, I was wondering that two cheek afterwards, like how do you think they just dry ran it or wet ran it more likely? Who was uh, in charge of that project? I like, yeah. Did they, did they have, a bunch of sandbags that they tried before and they're like, this seems good. Go, go with the elephant the type elephant. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I like, why, why did it have to be an elephant? Why couldn't it be a car? I bet you a car is just like lighter. And like, why'd you have to bring an elephant? Doesn't shit. The car doesn't shit everywhere. I don't know. Gotta it, be dude, honest maybe, though. Maybe like bring in a cow. 
Like cows mm-hmm. are smaller than elephants. And Bigger than people. Way larger than people. Ah, that blew me away. It's a good we, idea. If we walked by a building and we saw an advertisement of an elephant standing on the waterbed and like them being like, these are so tough an elephant can stand on it, proven, I'd be like, I got to check this out. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Where else imagine, can you find this? I just imagine that this billboard of like the elephant is on the waterbed. He's like spraying his trunk with all this water all over the place. Just like he's the happiest up. little elephant everywhere. Oh, <laughs> man. I wish I was there for that. Yeah. Stu Jeffries, if you want an agent, we're on it. We can hook more things up like that. We'll give you some good stories. Godfather or if Stu. you want to be our agent, that's cool too. We'd I actually think that would that. be better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We're looking for guidance, Godfather. Um, Please, we'll worship you. Um, and speaking of, well, I guess that's it's too much of a push so far. Season two, episode nine. It's recent. Do you guys remember? No. Two I weeks ago. I don't remember these past two. Is that I wrong? blacked out for one of them. <laughs> I think it was this one. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It definitely was. Uh, um, it was, th- I talked about Amazonian um, lost civilizations. Mm-hmm. And moral desert. Moral Which I kept deserve. calling deserve, even though I was, I kept calling deserve in the podcast, but it's dessert as a clarification. No one, <laughs> if you got this far into the season, you know, I'm not going to say the right thing anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. We had some good takeaways of that. I, the moral dessert comes up every day. It's just car in a lot of aspects. It's just karma. Um, we talked a lot about what it means to deserve something, which is falls in the argument. Um, and she, we find out Cheek was by the books kind of guy. He likes, we, he, yeah, we guy. talked about for me, it was, you know, very perspective based, like the, the socio guidelines that we've established really affects my opinion on moral dessert. Mm-hmm. Um, and in know. the ancient Amazon, we found out that up to 20 million people at one point could have been living in those thick deciduous Fauna or flora? Did you ever figure out which one it was? Fauna is plants. Flora right. is animals. All right. Yeah. You can I quote know the me difference. on that. I am 89.9% sure. 8.9 cheeks out of 10. That's the number, baby. That's pretty positive. Um, yeah. Like, there are probably so much, so much we don't know about ancient civilizations that like you know communities and civilizations that flourished on this earth that we have no fucking clue what went down and i find that so interesting that we could have such little information about such a large people thing that happened you know they they for hundreds and thousands of years were probably around mhm yeah they love it so, like fucking invent a video camera so i could see what's going on <laughs> That reminds me, E, did you ever figure out what that unknown civilization you were talking about? Uh, no, I didn't like, I didn't go back through my textbook. The, the, you seemed adamant to figure it out. Yeah, but that's a big textbook. Yeah. It's got like <laughs> a couple of thousand pages in it. I don't remember what chapter it was. Well, it's we by Marilyn Stockstead, though. It's called Art History by Marilyn Stockstead. All right, someone read it and tell us. <laughs> you get back to me listeners. about it. Yeah. My minions, go research. on and find it. <laughs> he's giving you all the clues yeah. now it's time to go go off in the he, wild he would be a great game master like one of those like real life human hunting where, ones not like human hunting but like kind of like human hunting like someone you that, that shows movie? you the grounds and helps you shoot <laughs> pigeons <laughs> have you seen that movie game night with uh, Patrick Bateman and um, uh, Rachel Mc Adams, no, is oh, it Rachel McAdams? I have, yeah, yeah I Rachel, Rachel McAdams in it, yeah. It's like the whole time you don't know if you're in some bigger game, if people are actually dying or not. Like, I feel like Eli would construct one of those convoluted, like, torturous games for our lives. Yeah. You are getting me excited just talking about it. It does have an appeal. <laughs> can, we, can we torture Hip with one of those games? Oh, oh God. yes. Let's invite get enough him to, funding. Invite him to Denver. Yeah, for now on, your all of your bozo dollars go straight to torturing. All right, 
the beer fund money is going to inventing a torture chamber for hip. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to somehow find a way to smoothly transition from hip's dream life into this torture chamber. Like maybe we'll grab, we'll do like a split estate thing where we buy the estate underneath the house that he just purchased. Yeah. And, and we'll, um, we'll kind of create, we'll create something like he comes down and it looks like this sweet, like truck garage with free beer and chicks and things like that. And he gets, he gets down there and, um, and then slowly, like, I don't know, the tires on the truck pop. And then he's trying to show us that he can pass as a cold one, but we grease up the beers so it hits him <laughs> in the face. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so he doesn't even have the self confidence of knowing that he can pass his boys a cold one. Yeah. So he just cries <laughs> and goes into a fetal position, starts questioning everything in his life. <laughs> no big truck for him to drive in. <laughs> you yeah, take instead- all the fish out of the sea, so when he goes fishing, he's like. All right, I'll go fishing. I'll relax. I'll catch a fish. He just can't get one nibble. Drives him insane. The lake is full of just old boots. <laughs> or, or we're down there in scuba suits and we're like pretending to nibble yeah. on his line. Just over. So he thinks that he's close. So he keeps doing it. <laughs> and then the no, boat just, next to him. We hook up a little boot. We hook up big a ones boot on onto him. it. What was that, Chief? We hook up a boot onto his line. So every time he thinks he's got a fish on, he pulls out an old stinky boot. <laughs> that's uh, that's quite the the production we gotta get going for Hips Torture Chamber. Yeah, if you have any ideas, comment, subscribe, DM us. We'd love to get you behind on Hips Torture. Hips um, really taking a beating this episode. I feel kind of bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's his own fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he deserves uh, it. It's and his moral last dessert. One, it's his moral dessert. It is. Hip. Hit. If anyone deserves anything, it's not the girl with the violin from the episode. It's not the violinist. It's not the guy or the girl with money. They don't get it. Hip gets his torture. That's the only <laughs> thing we know. Hip. There's one true thing in this world. Come get your torture, Hip. Come on. Um, season two, the finale, episode 10. Do you guys recall? E, do you recall anything? No. How do you not recall? We did this four days ago. Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you a hint. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> uh, what is that? Westworld? Yeah. Yeah. We did a topic on Westworld. <laughs> yeah. We talked about Westworld, yeah. the new HBO And, and how we are going to design uh, intelligent life to torture hip. Hip. Um, it was the wakes up and thinks it's a normal day and everything just starts glitching around him and he's not really sure what's going on. Yeah. (laughs) His dog's on the fritz, his truck smaller than he thought it was by just, we just shrink his truck by like two inches. Change it to a Prius. (laughs) Slowly get to him. It was about the truth. E the way of the truth. Yeah, I remember the episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a goof. E, were it was you a goof. here at all this season, or was it just a shell of yourself? I'm going to go back through and edit you out of every single one. <laughs> it's pretty easy, actually. Um, <laughs> what was your guys' take on the truth, that episode that I remember? <laughs> we, I think we came to the conclusion that there were two truths in this world. There is objective and omniscient truth. And there is perspective truth, your own personal truth that you know, because you don't have an omniscient third point of view, like the overlord does. The overlord. Would you say that that was like our most deep, philosophical, convoluted topic we've covered yet? It's up for it. Yeah. No. Which one do you think, Cheek? Simulation theory. Yeah, that was hefty. And this one really teed us up for the quantum entanglement. Yeah, yeah we did start getting into particles and parallel universes and trees falling in the forest. Yeah, once once we get to quantum entanglement, that's going to tie in a lot of our old discussions like simulation theory. Um, 
maybe a little time travel, definitely a little bit of truth, what is truth and reality. And then it's going to be mostly about determinism and like, do you make your own choices? Um, and uh, you'll just have to tune in to find out. Can't we got wait. into a lot of it in season 10, to be honest. There's a couple clips that I have and some of them I didn't publish, but. They're on the back burners. We'll keep you engaged on the media feeds to get you amped up for season three. We got some, we got some goodies in the cooker that are roasting up that we are going to just dump all over your plate. Are you talking about your sewers again? <laughs> your ears are cheeks. Imagine your ears as cheek sewers. We're about to take a huge dump in your ears next season. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to like it. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna spew it back all over us. It's like that rumor that OBJ loved getting dumped on. Mm-hmm. You, our listeners, love getting dumped on. That's a rumor I heard <laughs> from not the I listeners. But. Can confirm. Can Uh-oh. confirm. What I learned about last season is that Cheek only remembers his parts in every episode, and Eli doesn't remember being there at all. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a win for me. I remembered a lot. <laughs> At least Cheek remembered one thing from every episode. <laughs> yeah. Eli's just like, Eli's like that robot Morty from Rick and Morty and then gets replaced. We have him back finally. We have the real Eli here that didn't participate in any of the season <laughs> and he has no idea whatever actually happened. <laughs> We accidentally installed season three, Eli, way too early. <laughs> we should get you just got like a, this closet full of little Eli's in there. Robotic Eli's prime for each season. You see me like jump up and shove one back in the locker when it wakes up. Speaking oh, of Westworld. The, the hey. listeners don't know it, but Eli's not a real person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a cry for help. That Westworld comment. <laughs> it will come up. He's autonomous now. Well, uh, well, that was that was a fun season. I think that we grew a lot as a podcast. I think we, you know, learned a lot about ourselves and a lot about what's out there and what could be out there. Makes you think. Makes you think. So things that we're looking forward to, we're going to do a, a murder, my favorite murder type podcast coming in December. Bringing Ian McGinty back on. He's agreed to come once we set a date for that. That will hold you over. And then we'll have about two or three week break. And then we're going to get into uh, season three with another fresh 10 episodes and maybe some bonus content like this afterwards, depending on the response. Um, People that we may or may not have lined up. We don't have anyone confirmed, but we're looking at we have a couple. We have a DJ, uh, a couple activists, uh, a famous blogger. We have a screenwriter. and maybe even a Republic congressman, Republican congressman, maybe our first bad guest coming up. Who knows? <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Hope it's a bad one. If you, if, if our listeners out there know any interesting, famous people that should be on our podcast, get us in touch. Give them our contact information. You know, you know where to find us at Podcast Bozo. That's P-O-D-O-C-A-S-T-B-O-Z-O on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, but most importantly on YouTube, where you can see our beautiful faces. So mash that follow button, send it to your friends, tell your grandma about it, teach your grandma how to use Spotify and YouTube, and have her listen to this podcast. Yes. Cheek, yes. Yes. Oh, and and again, if you aren't, which at this point, why are you not following us? You probably are. And you're probably already aware, but I'm going to go ahead and remind you, we are having a release of the first Podcast Bozo t-shirt competition designed by version uh, two of Eli the Robot. <laughs> he pr- you uh, designed, three, actually. <laughs> designed by Eli. Participate in the competition. You could win a free t-shirt from Podcast Bozo. All you got to do is follow you got to tag a friend that doesn't know about the podcast, like the post, um, share the post, and you could have, you could be rocking some dope, dope style. It looks good. It looks really good. I like it. And I, I there was an actual physical difference in the response from when we announced the t-shirt contest and there was no design yet. And when people got to see the design on the shirt, 
there was a physical difference in how many people responded once they saw that design and they really liked that E. So people um, like beans. I know you don't know cut. what we're talking about, but uh, <laughs> if you have any way to connect to uh, season two, Eli, let us know um, or and let him know that we're grateful of it. I don't know what season three E has in him. Hopefully more. We're hopefully going to shoot some promo content over the break too. E and I were talking about doing some just dance videos, um, oh. getting get people hyped up. We got to figure out how to get cheek in on this. Um, we might have um, a special guest who might be the greatest mm. president of all time. Of all time. He might come on. We're not sure. Two-term president. We'll be, we'll be interviewing a two-term president. Um, yeah. You know, I think if I had to sum up season two, with just a few words, I'd say, mmm, now that's a good batch. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Season three, E, we'll tell you after the episode. <laughs> healthy, healthy consumption, baby. Healthy Honestly, consumption. A, a good sum up of the season for multiple reasons would be. There's poop everywhere. Yeah. If you're not into poop jokes, this was not the season for you. And it's not going to change. Yeah, this is not the <laughs> podcast for you. <laughs> we a lot more we poop, love poop content yeah. to we dive love poop into. Jokes. It's not even like we're making strict poop jokes. We just accidentally bring it up a lot. And we cheat clogs his toilets a lot. <laughs> we, we accidentally bring it up. We on purpose bring it up. It's just always coming up and it's coming out. Yeah, and uh, as, a, if, as, a, as a wise man once said, "Better mm -hmm. out than in." I always say. No, and that's season two. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come one more, on! One more bit of housekeeping before we sign off. Um, if you know how to make music, and you want to make podcast bozo an R and B shiny chem esque type. 15 to 30 second intro smooth um, romance smooth smooth r&b talk easy to us can't have lyrics doesn't have to um something that just embodies that uh please reach out to us and we'll talk um we can't give you anything other than credit <laughs> after we play it but uh yeah hit us up e what do you want to do before we sign off uh, make some chem faces to the camera and, uh, do a snapping contest. Hmm. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Thinking about the day you left. Girl. Oh, you got that girl down. <laughs> that was very chem-esque. <laughs> All right, snapping contest, go. Thanks for joining Podcast Bozo Season Bye. 2. <laughs> we hope you come back for Season 3. Uh, let us know in the comments who's the best snapper. Au revoir. Arrivederci. See you, turkeys. <laughs> <laughs>